You're listening to Speak Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. In the first church that I pastored, there was an older lady who had the same answer to nearly every question. Her answer was kindness. So if the leader of a Bible study would ask a question like, how can we make a difference for the kingdom of God? She would answer kindness. Or if they'd ask, what are the kind of things that are needed to keep a marriage strong? Again, kindness. Or what made the life of Christ so attractive? It was kindness. Her answers were entirely predictable. And the best part is that they were pretty much always right. Kindness is powerful. This episode calls us to kindness. It was originally shared on the Palmer SDA Church podcast, May 23, 2021. Enjoy this replay of Be a Kindness Zeba. And remember, the correct answer is kindness. Sometimes we are in the position to give kindness. And we're familiar with this position. We know that we should be kind. Sometimes we're in the position to receive kindness, and we're often much less comfortable in this position. But there's another position in the life of kindness, and it's one that I haven't thought about much. It's a middle position, not the main person being kind or the main person receiving kindness, but someone in the middle who promotes kindness to happen all around them. It's a person who helps others be kind. Like when I made a plan to buy an engagement ring for my wife, it was the one she wanted and I noticed. I was going to have this wonderful surprise for her, but I couldn't do it by myself. I needed the help of my sister-in-law who distracted my wife to help make this happy surprise possible. She helped me to be kind. We can be people who make the environment around us a place where kindness thrives. And I'm calling this person a kindness Zeba. Have you ever heard of Zeba? We read about him in 2 Samuel chapter 9. Saul and Jonathan are dead. And David asked, Is there anyone still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness to for Jonathan's sake? Remember, Jonathan was a close friend of David, but Saul was obsessed about killing David. In verse 2 we read, Now there was a servant of Saul's household named Ziba. They summoned him to appear before David, and the king said to him, Are you Ziba? Right about then, he was probably terrified. David was the enemy of Saul, and now he could be getting revenge, and Ziba has a choice. Work with this guy or deny everything. And Ziba responds, At your service. So the king asked him, Is there anyone still alive from the house of Saul to whom I can show God's kindness? Ziba was probably suspicious. He knew that David wanted to find the people of the house of Saul, but he probably questioned if he really wanted to show them kindness. We get a sense of the emotions that he would have had because when Mephibosheth comes before David, David says, don't be afraid. Ziba would have been afraid. And now he has another decision. Trust David and help him show kindness or don't trust him and put an end to any intentions of kindness David might have had. But he was the kindness Ziba. He's the middle man. 
In this situation, David is the giver of the kindness. Mephibosheth, who we haven't seen in the story yet, but we will, he is the primary receiver of the kindness. But Ziba was the one who could make the kindness happen or not. He could choose to promote the kindness or make it stop. He chose to promote kindness. He tells David about Mephibosheth, and David showed him kindness. After Ziba connected David and Mephibosheth, David said, For I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. And he added, I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you will always eat at my table. Wow, that whole kindness thing really worked out for David and Mephibosheth and Ziba. Can you imagine yourself in that position? Living in a way that helps others give and receive kindness. It's a bit abstract, but it's pretty obvious when we don't do it. And we have an example of that in the very next chapter. The story of Ziba and Mephibosheth is in 2 Samuel chapter 9. But when we go to chapter 10, notice how it starts a lot like chapter 9. We find David seeking to show kindness to a family for the sake of a leader who has died. In this case, it's the king of the Ammonites. He's died, and his son Hanun has succeeded him as king. King Nahash had always been loyal to David, so David wanted to show kindness to his family. So he sent some men to express sympathy to Hanun concerning his father. And David's messengers of kindness were received by some Ammonite commanders, so they were in that position of Ziba. They could choose to promote or put an end to the kindness. And here's what they said to Hanun. Do you think David is honoring your father by sending envoys to express sympathy? Hasn't David sent them to you only to explore the city and spy it out and overthrow it? So, instead of promoting kindness, Hanun seized David's men, shaved off half of each man's beard, and cut off their garments at the buttocks and sent them away. He shaved their faces, which in their culture was a disgrace, and he cut the butt of their pants off, which in any culture is a disgrace. David sent kindness, and it was rejected with insult. The two stories start in the same way. One had a kindness Ziba. The other had the Ammonite commanders who rejected the kindness. And here's how they turned out. Going back to the story of Ziba and Mephibosheth, we know that Mephibosheth got to eat at the king's table. But we also see that Ziba got a pretty good deal out of it too. We read, Then the king summoned Ziba, Saul's steward, and said to him, I have given your master's grandson everything that belonged to Saul and his family, and you and your sons and your servants are to farm the land for him and bring in the crops. So David could have taken everything Saul had, and Ziba would have been homeless and jobless. Instead, he gave it to Mephibosheth and made Ziba the supervisor of the caretakers. He had a home and work for life, which was a good thing because Ziba had 15 sons. Be a kindness Ziba and good stuff happens. And as for those Ammonites and their rejection of kindness, well, they went to war over it. It was so bad that their allies, the Syrians, chose to no longer support them 
after losing 4,000 horsemen. The stories begin in the same way. In both, there is the opportunity to promote or reject kindness. One ends in abundance, in over-the-top blessing, and the other ends in devastating loss. How is God speaking to you? When I first read this and thought these thoughts, I was amazed. Think of the difference we can make by just promoting kindness in our surroundings. If we would look for opportunities to help others give and receive kindness, we would find them all over the place. So that's why I'm inviting you to be a kindness Ziba. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Thanks for listening to Speak, Lord. Once each month, I bring back a past episode from the Palmer SDA Church podcast and let it live again here on the Speak, Lord platform. And this has been one of those episodes. You can find the Palmer SDA Church podcast on all platforms. It used to be the platform where I shared weekly Speak Lord episodes. So you can find over 150 past Speak Lord episodes over there. You can also find all of my weekly sermons. 